Welcome to the Good News Mama podcast, a place to get in touch with other mamas, share the load, and know the Lord. Here we aim to lift each other up in the good news of Jesus and the laughter that comes with motherhood. We are a community of mamas just trying to keep the main thing the main thing. I'm your host, Lynn Carter, and each time you tune in, I pray you're encouraged and that you leave challenged and breathe a sigh of relief that you are understood. We were not meant to do life alone, Mama. Thanks for joining in. Let's do this and let's share the good news. Hey, Mama, what's up? I just wanted to share an awesome new perspective with you that might help you feel a little more empowered in this authority that we've been talking about that you've been given through the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. Through the power of his blood, you've been given authority. You are chosen. In 1 Peter, it says, you're a chosen people, a holy nation, a royal priesthood. And I want to read you those verses and just share with you three things that happen when you're chosen. Okay? So this is coming from 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 9 through 12, and then verse 13. And it says, but you are a chosen people a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people belonging to God, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of the darkness and into his wonderful light. Once you were not a people, but now you are the people of God. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. Dear friends, I urge you as aliens and strangers in the world to abstain from sinful desires which war against your soul. Live such good lives among the pagans that though they accuse you of doing wrong, they may see your good deeds and glorify God on the day he visits us. And then in verse 15 it says, For it is God's will that by doing good you should silence the ignorant talk of foolish men. Okay? I love that scripture. God, thank you for that scripture. Thank you for your word. And I just pray that you would help me to share what you've put on my heart in a way that brings you honor and that moves us in our faith to action. Um, What I'm going to talk about tonight are three things. Okay? So when you're chosen, you do these three things. And I think we can relate to some of these examples. So I hope this resonates with you. The first thing is when you are chosen, you carry yourself differently right? You don't just go through the motions. You have this confidence about you. You stand up a little straighter. You think differently. You act differently. You carry yourself differently. I remember growing up, especially in elementary school, recess time, we'd have basketball, especially in fourth grade. That's kind of around the time I remember my identity as an athlete, like coming on the brink of who I wanted to be and what I wanted to do. And I remember at recess, we would always play basketball, and we'd always choose teams. And it was um, mostly boys, obviously, playing basketball in fourth grade. I think girls were usually doing the hopscotch and jump rope and playground or whatever. But the boys were there to ball. And I was tall for a girl, so I had that going for me. And sometimes our teacher would play with us, and that would make it even more fun, right? Because you're actually getting to see who gets the teacher on their team. And it was me and one or two other girls that would play And I remember the feeling of getting chosen to be 
on the team and how that was so awesome. And I love that feeling. Granted, it's because I was taller than most of the other people there. <laughs> but hey, it still gave me that sense of confidence, right? Because whoever was the team captain that day, they chose me, right? I was a part of something. I belonged. And that whole sense of identity and that sense of being chosen stayed with me. And it even kind of fueled my drive in becoming an athlete and helped me learn the benefits of being an athlete and just... I don't know, that feeling of like awesomeness and being strong and powerful and good at something and like putting your mind to something and your body to something and training through it and just you carry yourself differently. You have a different confidence about you and you're assured of yourself, right? You you start to walk in that confidence and you start to live that out on the day to day and you don't question it as much, right? Because it's something you continually tell yourself and something you continually walk into. And so you're assured of that. And I was just wondering, are you assured in your being chosen by God? If you're a follower of Christ, he has chosen you. And are you assured of your salvation? In the book of 1 Thessalonians, chapter 1, 23 and 24, I wanted to read you these verses. It says, May God himself, the God of peace, sanctify you through and through. May your whole spirit, soul, and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. The one who calls you is faithful, and he will do it. I love that phrase, won't he do it? Because he will. He is faithful. And so I just I wanted to point that out as number one. When you're chosen, you carry yourself differently. You have a confidence. You have an assuredness. You feel qualified. Somebody has given you this sense of authority or this sense of um, ownership over something because they have chosen you. And almost like I've heard it ter- termed badassery. You have this badassery about you that someone thought you had what it takes and now you're going for it. And it miraculously gave you permission to believe that about yourself, right? Like something clicked and something shifted and it just opened up your mind that, yeah, what, duh, okay, yeah, this is me, I'm okay. And so it's that way with God too. Like he's given you this authority, this permission. He's chosen us as his people, as a royal priesthood. And so the first thing is when you're chosen, you carry yourself differently. Okay. You're living differently. You have a different purpose, but you also have a new confidence and new eyes and new mindset and so many other great things that come with that, but you carry yourself differently. Okay. Number two, you call yourself by that name. Okay. For example, going with the sports theme here, like you call yourself an athlete as you continue to walk in that. Like you're not just playing a game, you're an athlete. You might have just particular one sport as a specialty, but in general, you might be athletic. You might be coordinated. You might have these skills, this strength, this endurance. You know, a lot of you don't know this about me, but I used to run triathlon and I say used to because it's literally been three years since I did a triathlon, I think. Um, but I did, I would, I love doing them. I did them when I was pregnant with two of my three boys and then the third one got canceled. So, um, those were just things that empowered me and my spirit and my body and like sharpened me mentally. And when I called myself by that identity, I walk in that. I see things through the lens of that identity. I look at myself and my standards and even frame some of my goals around that identity. I want to feel this way. I want to have these accomplishments. I have this capability and I call myself by that name. As Christians, we're chosen by God. We call ourselves that name. We call ourselves Christians. He's given us that identity when we follow Christ. And did you know the same thing when Jesus said to Peter, if you didn't know, Peter wasn't always Peter. 
he was Simon Barjona, right? Simon, son of Jonah. And it talks about in Matthew 16, 18, I'll read that to you. It says, Jesus is saying to Peter, and I tell you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades will not overcome it. And Jesus basically gave Peter his name right there. Peter, which means rock. And that to me is so awesome because Peter walked in that. Like he was chosen by God and he was given a new name and he he walked in that. Did he doubt himself at times? Sure. Who doesn't? But the point is he came back to that. He remembered being called that and being given that identity by Jesus. Okay, and so us being called as Christians and those that follow Christ are given that identity. And so when you're chosen by God and when you call yourself that name, you take on ownership of that identity. Okay, and the third thing, when you are chosen by God, and because we're going with C's, as in carry yourself and call yourself by that name, number three, you can't contain it. It is so inside of your spirit that it's just who you are. When you walk into a room, the room lights up. When you have this calling and this giftedness on your life, people see that in you without you even trying. I love the quote. I think it was a poem by Marianne Williamson. I'm trying to think if the first place I heard it was Coach Carter. Um, And I honestly can't remember, but it, the premise of that talks about when we give, when we let our light shine, we are giving others permission to do the same. So it, it basically talks about don't shrink back in fear. You know, don't contain who you are because you're trying to play small to fit in and be helpful in others thinking, you know, that they're okay to play small and it's really not serving you. It's not serving anybody. When you let your light shine, you give other people permission to do the same, permission to be themselves, permission to open up and not worry about what others are going to think about that because, wow, if this girl can do it, I can do it too. And I think about that when I play with my kids all the time because we like to be silly and I like to dance around and I like to sing to Brooks in the car on the way to school in the morning and have him look all shy and and giddy about it when I tell him, um, sugar pie, honey bunch, and I'll sing to him and he'll just get so, so shy looking about it like I'm embarrassing him. It's just me and him, but I want him to know that he can have that freedom to be silly too and just to know that he is so loved that his mama doesn't care how silly she looks because she wants to shower that love on him. And so the third thing is when you are chosen by God and when you have this identity and this calling and this confidence, you cannot contain it. It's who you are. It comes out of your spirit. And it's a beautiful thing to see. You know who I'm talking about. You've been around those people where you're like, that's who I want to be like. I want to be so unabashedly ashamed. I I mean, so unabashed, so um, outgoing, not shy that I don't even care what people think or what they're going to say when I leave because I feel good about myself and I know who I am and that can't be taken away from me because one person's opinion is this, you know, and I think that I'm guilty of that at times. I think that if you're listening to this and you're being honest with yourself, you're guilty of that sometimes and it's not to be shameful or condemning. It's just to be like making us think, huh, why? Why do I feel that way when in reality, I want to walk in what God has called me to be? I, it says I'm a chosen people. I'm part of a royal priesthood. And so I just wanted to encourage you, you know, if you're not a part of God's chosen people, if you don't know who Jesus is, 
the Bible tells us how we can know Christ. We can repent from our sinful ways. Sin is anything against God. Sin is um, basically doing it our way instead of doing it God's way. And it's saying, I'm changing. I'm doing a 180 on that. God, I don't want to walk in that way anymore. I believe who you say you are, and I want to serve you and live for you. And I'm sorry for what I did. And please forgive me. And it's doing a 180 and turning around from that. And uh, I just, I think that's so empowering to know that it's a free gift and it is for all those that believe. And when God declares that we are chosen and that we are His and puts His stamp and puts His seal of ownership on us by giving us the gift of His Spirit, your life will not be the same again. The way that you feel inside and the things that He wants to give you, it's opened up a whole new realm that is one of beauty and spirituality and just transcendence upon anything that's in this world like the what you're looking around you have the ability to like get outside of yourself you have the ability to do what is it that fish eye that like fish eye zoom or whatever where you back up and that you can see the bigger picture you're not just focused on the the painful problem at hand right you're laying it all before him and saying god i don't have a clue how this is going to work i don't know because i don't have eyes into the future but you do and you know and i trust you And it's declaring that, and it's just walking in that every single day, waking up every single morning, reminding yourself that you are chosen, you are loved, you are called by God, and that you can have that confidence that the Word says it. You know, as I'm thinking of these things and and asking God, what is it that you want me to share? Like, I'll start with a couple of things that I feel like He's put on my heart, and then He'll just bring up verses. I don't even know where they are most of the time. I have to look to find out where they are, but I know what they say, if that makes sense. Like, they're in my spirit. I know they're in there. And uh, I'm just thankful that God gives us that ability through His Spirit to do that. And when we submit to Him and we spend more time in His Word, and if I did spend even more time, I would be able to know those verses by heart for sure. And that's what gives us the ability to combat all the things that come at us that make us downtrodden and try to trip us up and turn our eyes from the prize. And so I just want to encourage you, you are part of a royal priesthood for those that believe and follow Jesus. And you can carry yourself with confidence. You can call yourself by the new name and the identity that he's given you, and you can be so bold that you can't contain it. So I just lift that up before God and lift that up in prayer and praise and and pray that you get something out of it too, because God wants to do awesome things in your world, in your life, and he's just waiting for you to say yes. So let me pray for you. I thank you for spending this time with me, and we'll close out today. God, thank you so much for your love. God, thank you that you give us a heart of flesh. You remove our heart of stone. You give us new eyes to see when we submit to your ways and declare our trust in you as Lord and Savior. God, help us to repent of the things that we do wrong. Help us to sanctify ourselves through you, which is cleansing ourselves through your word and seeing you and asking you to show us what's real and what's true. And give us eyes with 2020 vision to look at our own lives, to inspect the things that are going on inside of us that might not be reflecting someone in, of your chosen people, of your royal priesthood. God, help us not to be perfect and blameless because that's what you do for us, but help us to be um, sincere and help us to be with eyes that examine and that are there with pure motives, um, that you can take what is imperfect and make it perfect because that is what you do. That is who you are. You fix what is broken and you restore it. And I thank you for that. 
and I lift up this time and, and just thank you for hearing me and um, being with the mama listening to this. Lord, I pray for her heart, whatever she's got going on. If there's a less than feeling, if there's an unworthiness feeling, if there's an inferior feeling, God, I pray that it would be removed. I pray, pray it would be replaced with the truth because in reality, anytime that we're believing those things, God, your word is telling us basically we're exchanging truth for a lie. And Lord, you are truth. And so I pray that you would give that mama more of you, help her to feel insured, help her to feel um, confident and to know that she can trust you 100% with her eternity because of what you did for us. Thank you for your great love for us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Good News Mama. If you did, please leave me a review on iTunes. A five-star review is best. And hit subscribe. Share with your friends on Instagram and Facebook. Please email me at lynn at goodnewsmama.com. You know I love questions, I love feedback, I want to know what you want to know. We're going to talk about what means something to you. So, let's hear it. Follow me on Instagram at goodnewsmamas, that's mamas with an S. And we look forward to seeing you next time. Keep your head up, keep your heart humble, and share that good news.